Hello world, it's the Ladies of Nerditude. My name's Francine. I'm Jill. And welcome to our review of Disney's Haunted Mansion, the Sp- new movie. Spooky. Spooky. We're getting this uh this October, whatever people are calling it when there's like Halloween stuff in the middle of the summer. Um I call it the best time of the year. Granted. Done. Any um, anytime. <laughs> Spooky Anytime stuff. Spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this movie came out, uh, you know, in the, uh, a little bit ago. It, it, you know, it's not brand new to theaters. Um, we got a chance to see it a couple weeks ago. So that was exciting. It released in the middle of July. I can't believe it's been like July 28th. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but I mean, that's what they did with the first Hocus Pocus. True. Remember? That came yeah. out in July. If you, if you'll remember children <laughs> back in the day that came out in July of 1990. Three, whatever, yeah. whatever year it was. Yeah. I feel like the summertime <clears throat> family spooky release is like a card that Disney can play every once in a while. Um, it does get more people to go and see it with their kids versus like October when kids are back in school. Well, I think it's probably also so that by the time October rolls around, it's streaming. Mm, sure. Yeah. And then it gets like a whole second life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas when we were kids, it it would have been out on VHS by then. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's very exciting. It was a different time. It would have been on the Disney channel for the Friday night movie. Mm, You could have gone rented at Blockbuster. Ooh. Huh? If they had any copies left. (sighs) Yeah. If you were lucky. Because that was the thing. You got your name on the wait list. Mm -hmm. And then they call you and it was sort of like Netflix DVDs. If anyone remembers that, but even that just recently stopped. I know. I, it's a weird time. It's a weird We've time. seen a great many things. We have. We've seen many the many the evolution of, and the devolution because uh, now vinyl's cool again. That's true. It's come around full circle. Now, what can I say? Get it? Mm-hmm. Vinyl full circle. <laughs> full circle vinyl. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I'll show myself out. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, the movie came out sort of mid-summery mm-hmm. kind of vibes. Um. It, the cast initially looked really fun. I was like super excited um, to see. You know, I've I've come around to Owen Wilson. I was very. Did you not like Owen Wilson? I didn't really like him. But but Owen Wilson. I know. I know. I wasn't a fan. I kind of put him in like the funny actor. Like, are you talking about the Will Ferrell category that you have? Yeah, kind. Of. I mean, he wasn't as bad as Will Ferrell. Um, he wasn't that far down on my list. But, but he, I was kind of like. But he's Mobius. I know. Well, and that's what changed my mind. Okay. That's what changed my mind. I was very dubious when he was cast in Loki and I was like, oh, oh, but he's just like a dude, like a funny guy. Like he's like a goofy dude. And I wasn't (laughs) sure how that was going to work with all of the gravitas that Tom Hiddleston brings to a role. Because Loki's always serious. Totally. Right. (laughs) Um, I just, I couldn't see it. I was like, there is this like buddy comedy feeling. I didn't, I didn't see the vision, (laughs) but, um, I was pleasantly surprised. We all have moments. It was like when they cast Mark Ruffalo as as Hulk, and I was like, what? And we were like, really? Yeah. So everybody, you know, but just trust the process, I guess. I stand corrected because now I am more open to Owen Wilson. So when I saw him as like our priest priest friend, I was like, okay. I mean, I guess Disney enjoyed working with him from Loki, so I will give him a chance. Um, But I was super happy to see... Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, mm-hmm. love him. Rosario Dawson, amazing. Freaking Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. Danny DeVito, like Dan Levy. I was, I was about this cast. Dan Levy was underutilized in he my was opinion. Underutilized, but... completely agree. Um, and I saw the kid whose name escapes me at this moment on some of the like talk shows, like doing the mm-hmm. like, circuit for, and he seemed so cute. And so adorable and like such mm-hmm. a such a professional little actor. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be fun. I love the ride at Disney. Oh yeah. You know, it's like what what could go wrong? <laughs> well, <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, so from this point forward, we are gonna be giving spoilers for I wanna say like both versions of the ride as well as the movie. I can you spoil the ride? I guess you kind of can, because there's a story. Yeah, there's a story to that, and so. I think, you know, and there's also the Eddie Murphy one yes. that I'm sure we'll mention. So, any anything Haunted Mansion adjacent, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, we'll talk about it. So There's also Muppet Haunted Mansion. Which is the best one. (laughs) Which was clearly the best Haunted Mansion adaptation. God, I love Pepe. um, Of them all. So, you know, anything is fair game as Mm -hmm. we kind of go through our little, uh, little experience. We experienced it in the movie theater. It was not a very crowded movie theater. No, I think everybody was at Barbenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough time to open. Yeah. Tough time to open a movie. Um... Especially since, like, a lot of people, it seemed, took their kids to Barbie. So if you were trying to decide, I know. Which, for, for reference, go back to the Barbie episode. That's that's what happened. Um, so if you were trying to pick a movie for your kids, like, for your family to go see, I feel like Haunted Mansion wasn't the one that most people picked. Um, despite Disney trying to make you feel like you should do that, uh, it's not what happened. And I cannot forget Tiffany Haddish because she was just standout amazing. Um, So, yeah, stacked cast. It was looking really good. I was very nervous about Jared Leto. I was, too, because I'm sorry. I I have never seen him in anything where I was like, yes, this was the right choice. No, no. And I, mm -mm. I didn't like 30 Seconds to Mars. So <laughs> you're just like not not about him. I'm just not, and no. like, doesn't he like lead a cult or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. I don't even know. Allegedly, yeah. Let me just say, yeah. But he's just never the choice. <sighs> he's never gonna be a person that makes me go like, oh, now I have faith in this movie. Like no. it's gonna make me question. And what movies of his I have seen? It like my mm, how do I want to say this? What I've heard about him as a person really taints what I see on the screen. Yes. He's one of those people you can't really separate the art and the artist. I can't because he's so method. Yeah. BS. And I didn't like him as the Joker. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even bother with, what was it, Morpheus? Morbius. Whatever the hell that vampire thing Uh, was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Morbius. I think it was Morbius. And I might have been interested if it wasn't him. Yeah. It just, I don't know. He just, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that when I heard he was going to be the hat box ghost, mm-hmm. I was very skeptical. And he is a person. I genuinely don't understand why he's still being cast and stuff. Cause I've never come across anybody who does like him. I'm yeah. sure there are people who do. Yeah. But like, you don't, he- but- I don't hear like a really like, you know, Jared Leto stole the movie. Yeah, like why? I don't see why the evidence that anyone would have to make that argument. Mm -mm. To me. Right. There's not like a great talent there. There's not like a really like, you know, special thing that's brought to the table. I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. So I didn't even like that perfume perfume commercial he was in. Oh, I don't even remember that. That was the one where he was dancing in the laundromat. And I was like, what the hell does that even smell like? Yeah, it smells like dancing in a laundromat. That's not what I want. <laughs> that's what you want to buy? No. Um, yeah, no, I don't even remember. See, I just, I feel like it, I see him and it just glosses over. Yeah. Like it just. I mean, for for this, I felt like they changed his face enough that you mm-hmm. couldn't even really tell it was him. Yes. Yeah. Which is another reason. But then I was like, him. why did you. Mm-hmm bother advertising Jared Leto's in this movie, whatever, Mm because maybe to get his alleged cult to watch it. I don't know, but (laughs) that was the card they decided to play. Maybe. I don't know. Cause it it just, it was weird. Cause yeah. And, but you told me it was originally going to be Doug Jones, right? Yeah. When it was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Which, Oh, right. That would have been sick. Yeah. I want to <laughs> go back and see that. Ver- like that version was never made, but Guillermo del Toro back in like the nineties had written a treatment about the Hatbox ghost in the haunted mansion for Disney. And he wanted to, he even had like sketches of like costumes and character <sighs> concepts for Doug Jones to be the Hatbox ghost. Oh and my gosh. We missed out on like this amazing potential I'm I'm still sad about it. Like if they did Haunted Mansion, like for reals, Haunted Mansion, not mm-hmm. like the Muppet version, <laughs> that could be really good. Yeah, I'm I'm still a little bit sad about it. And I do I really like Justin Simeon. He's the one that ended up making or directing mm-hmm. this version of the Haunted Mansion. He's the genius behind Dear White People. I mean, he's great. Um, 
but I think I still would have, if I could have the choice, like, do you want to manifest <sighs> Guillermo del Toro's haunted mansion? Or... Yeah. That's the thing. Cause like in my mind, it goes to the crimson peak house, mm-hmm. Allerdale hall. And can you imagine how cool, so cool the mansion would have looked yep. with it's, but it's the same to me. It's like, I put Guillermo with like, Tim Burton. Yeah. Like it just, it's always going to look good mm-hmm. or Alfonso Curran. It just looks yeah. cool. Yeah. And, and haunted. Yeah. <laughs> and Guillermo del Toro, Tim Burton, like they have proven that they can do a family mm-hmm. haunted story. So like, you know, they've, they've really like honed in on that sort of middle space where like adults think it's really cool and creepy and awesome. And kids are like creeped out, but in a good way. And like, it's a fine line. It is. It's a very difficult thing to do like family ghost story. That's a really hard thing. It is. It is. They both do it. It is very hard because I mean, we were both kids who liked spooky stuff. So we were like the outliers, but you know, I remember having friends that movies I watched really scared them mm-hmm. like and not even, you know, age inappropriate horror. Yeah. Movies. We're not even talking about like, I saw Chucky at like age. Eight. Yeah. Like, no, wasn't, wasn't appropriate like, for that example. You know? I had a friend that was afraid of the Sanderson sisters mm-hmm. and it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, you have to like, and like hocus pocus to me, it's not even scary. I, scary. I could see like maybe being afraid of Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but he's so endearing. Yeah, but like, you know, but when you're a kid, you know, yeah. so it's it's a hard line to walk, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I think they're very capable of it. And I, and I think this movie did pretty good with it. Yeah, I think they did a good job. Um, the The amount of CGI, I feel, helps for like modern family horror because it feels abstracted from mm-hmm. reality. You know, you don't have like zombies Right. Full makeup, like real people, zombies in full makeup, like walking around. Yeah, because they're, they're like blue mm-hmm. and they're you like know ethereal. they're not. Yeah. yeah. So I think that makes them a little bit more abstract and it, it's easier for kids to like accept. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a kid at this moment in time, so I can't say for sure. I don't know that there was really an equivalent in art. Well, I mean, maybe the Ghostbusters ghosts. Casper. Casper. He, well, yeah, they definitely looked different. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's sort of the the thing that was happening at the time. And I appreciate the way that they chose to do the ghosts in this haunted mansion because it evoked the Pepper's ghost of the ride. Mm -hmm. That sort of blue, you know, like projected kind of One of my favorite things ever is the ghosts in the ballroom Mm -hmm. on that ride is just... It's genius. Oh my gosh. Amazing effect. And I think they did a good job staying true to that, the mm-hmm. way that that effect looks, and then like CGIing it and putting it on yeah. the movie screen. Mm-hmm. Would I have gone full Pepper's Ghost with it? Maybe. Would that have been the right choice for modern audiences? Probably not. <laughs> so this is why I don't make horror movies for Disney. Um, but I really I appreciated the like the visual language that they mm-hmm. were using, and I think that was a, a really good choice. I know that the cast and Justin Simeon and the production designers went between the parks and, like, rode all of the haunted mansions, like, a bunch I, of I was going to say, well, and didn't some of the cast work mm-hmm. there for a little bit? They were ghost hosts. Yep, Owen Wilson did it. Jamie uh, Lee Keith Curtis. Stanfield and Jamie Lee Curtis. They, yeah. like, filmed little videos of them, like, working. I don't even know what I would do if, like, I showed up and, like, one of those three <laughs> Owen was... Wilson was like, let me show you to your doom buggy. You'd my be gosh. Like, what the hell? Be like, oh my god. <laughs> Am I dreaming right now? Like, wouldn't you seriously be questioning? It's like when when Dwayne Johnson was doing mm-hmm. the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Would you, wouldn't you just be like, like, what is happening? Like, am I be like punked does, right now? Does everybody else see? <laughs> or maybe he just looks like. When nah. he's wearing like a name but like, tag. But like when it's sense. Owen Wilson and he has the voice, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. You're not going to mistake him for someone else. No. Like you're going to know. And they had their little name tags that said like Owen. So that's even more of like a, wait, are we just mega cosplaying here right now? Plus like, what if you. <laughs> This is just where my mind goes. What if you like already work at the haunted mansion and they're like, you're going to train Owen Wilson today. I would cry. I'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) I haven't had my coffee yet. Did you just say, can you hit me with that again? (laughs) Like what? That'd be wild. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate their, 
their commitment. Uh-huh. They took the roles very seriously. Well, because there's... A, now I haven't been to Disney World, but you have. But there's I've a dif- there's a difference between the two rides, there right? Is. Yeah. What is it? So in Disneyland, Haunted Mansion is located in New Orleans Square. Right. It is a southern sort of like mm-hmm. you know, colonial style home. Mm-hmm. Um, in Disney World, it's located in Liberty Square, and it is like a Northeast colonial oh. New England style mansion. Did not know that. Um, okay. Yeah. In Disneyland, like the rides themselves are very similar to each other. Hmm. Like, you know, the sort of mm-hmm. parts that you go through and things like that. Um, the stretching room is different between the two because in Disney World, they have a lot more space to like yeah. do it within the actual like room, like underneath the actual building. And in Disneyland, it's like that yeah. sort of gray painted, like invisible building. It's still behind. cool. It's very cool. Um the one in Disney World, I haven't done it since I was, like, a senior in high school. So, that's been a <laughs> number of years. Um, the one in Disneyland is more fresh in my mind. Uh, and this movie was based more on the Disneyland version. Right. You know, the sort of, like, south, you know, New Orleans. Well, yeah, because it's in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Or, out, well, outside of New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Disneyland version was the original. Mm-hmm. It was, like, an opening day attraction. Um, so, it's a little bit... The the one in Disney World was modeled on the one in Disneyland. So that one came I wonder first. why they changed like where the house is. There is That's no weird. New Orleans Square in Disney World. That is not like a culture I guess, well, that they Isn't there also one in Disneyland Paris? There is. It's called Phantom Manor. So I wonder if theirs is like a French estate or something. I've actually seen it. I haven't been to it, but I've watched videos online. Uh-huh. It's almost the same as the one in Tokyo Disney. So they are like, they're both Phantom Manor. They're like essentially exactly the same. Um, The cultural influence of the one in Paris is really interesting because they go into like the catacombs and there's like skeletons, like instead of the graveyard, like Uh backyard kind of area, it's like a catacombs, like Dan's macabre kind of thing. It's really interesting. Um, And their whole like story in Phantom Manor is based around the bride, like the entirety of the ride. Constance Hatchaway? It's a different person. Um, I can't remember what it is, oh. but they have it in Frontierland in Disneyland Paris. And it's based on like a family who struck gold during the gold rush. Oh, this um, sounds kind of cool. It's interesting. You should check out the videos online because it's or really interesting. We go or to we France. should just go to Paris, yeah, obviously. I mean, um, but you can actually see like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad from the Haunted Mansion in, hmm. in Disneyland Paris, which you cannot see it. <laughs> no, um, not in Disneyland, not in Disneyland, and not in Disney World either. Um, and the whole thing, like the t- stories of the two rides, are like connected to each other. Huh. Kind of cool. It's like the guy who like struck gold in Big Thunder Mountain and like therefore built the railroad and like did all the stuff. He's the owner of the mansion. And he, like, wanted to prevent his, like, daughter from, like, marrying someone that he didn't approve of. So, she he made sure that, like, all of her husbands, like, died. And she just ended up... Dude, that, like, <laughs> I would ride that ride, watch that movie, read that book. Yeah, that sounds really cool. kind of cool. Um, the ride was really confusing when we, like, we watched it on YouTube, like, a ride mm-hmm. through the ride. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it goes from, okay, I get it. I understand what's happening. I'm, I'm with you. And then when you get to that, like, catacombs thing, my husband was like, did, did we die? Are we, like, in the afterlife now? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. So, I, it got real weird. Huh. I got real I'll confusing. have to check that out. Um, but yeah, their stretching room is like very similar, but the stories of the people in the paintings are like the husbands of the daughter. <sighs> Shut up. I, tell me less. <laughs> it's like, really cool. That's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, and I think the Tokyo, I've never been to the Tokyo Disneyland, never seen it. Um, but I think it's very similar, except they have a very specific relationship with ghosts in the afterlife. Right. I was going to say that Japan. that would also be interesting to learn more about. Yeah. So they had to do some like adjustments to the ride to make it culturally appropriate. Good. Well, I'm glad they paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's very similar to Phantom Manor huh. in, Disneyland, in Paris, Disney. I've done my research. Haunted Mansion I is one see. of my favorite rides in uh, in all of the Disneys. So um, I, 
was really excited when I saw that they were making this movie. I loved Muppets Haunted Mansion. Uh, yes. That's my favorite interpretation. Oh, absolutely. The Eddie Murphy. I will uh, watch it if there's nothing else going on. I wasn't a big fan. I felt like the story was okay. Yeah. They tried to do a thing. I don't know. I think it's like when Disney tries to make movies out of their rides, it's so hit or miss. Mm -hmm. You either have Pirates of the Caribbean. Which became a huge... Yeah. Like, multi-movie. They're still freaking talking about making those movies. Or The Jungle Cruise. Which I liked. Yeah, but it didn't do very well. No, and it doesn't need a... It's not going to become a... It better not become a series of movies. Right. That was like a standalone. And I kind of feel like the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion was like that. Like, it Mm -hmm. did okay... But nope, that's why they're, you know, like, oh, let's try it again. It's yeah. been however many years. Yeah. Nobody like, remembers that. It. Let's not talk about that, you know? <laughs> and I get wary whenever, right? Like, stop remaking it mm-hmm. every however many years. Because to me, that is like, okay, so we did the Eddie Murphy one. We, the company, decided that we weren't satisfied with that. We could do better. We want to make more money off of this. Uh, let's hurry up and churn out a story mm. so that then we can, cause like you got to film it, you got to, you know, all the stuff. So like how much time did they really spend on it? Yeah. To make it any better than the previous one. That's mm-hmm. where I was like, I don't know that we've put enough time and effort into this to make it better than the last thing. Yeah. And I don't think they did anything super unique with it. Like that no. is what was missing. From, especially this, the rebooted version, like Pirates of the Caribbean, they took the story of the ride and like the moments of the ride and they really built like a mythology, like a world Mm -hmm. around it. And they seeded it in history and they like really, I mean, they went, yeah, they went outside the box with it to the point where it actually turned around and like affected the ride Mm -hmm. again. This is... If that's what they were attempting, if they were like, we want a multi, like, you know, blockbuster, whatever, they didn't set themselves up for success with that. Either time, really, but especially not this time. No. And, like, to me, I mean, I didn't think it, the plot was bad, but the the one in the Eddie Murphy one made more sense to me mm. about why they were dealing with the house. Yeah. This one, I was just kind of like, what? Yeah. That's not how haunting <laughs> works. This felt like a vehicle for the Hatbox Ghosts return. Yeah. Disney. Like, that was clearly the agenda. And I I don't think that they, like, prepped enough to make that leap. Like, they didn't, they didn't build it out enough to really make the case of, like, this is an epic moment that, like, everyone should be so excited about. It's like we're putting Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, there's not... They don't. Ha- they didn't build that like mythology to really make people excited. No, they didn't. And like, for a movie that's supposed to be about a haunted mansion, mm-hmm. I felt like they gave very little attention to the ghosts. True. Like the other ghosts in yeah. the house, and it was just kind of like I don't under. Uh, and the way they switched sides Mm -hmm. so easily i was like so wait am i scared of these ghosts or are these ghosts my friends like we're trying to save them them. yeah they're the victims i you know i don't fully understand where i'm supposed to stand on Mm -hmm. these ghosts Mm -hmm. because these are the ghosts that are haunting you and trying to drive you back to the mansion and but then, but then I'm supposed to feel sorry for them. Yeah. I don't understand what it was just muddled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, the, like, there's 999 ghosts. Like there's always room for one more or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think taking that tagline and kind of like flipping it on its head. Interesting idea that like, you know, Crump is collecting mm-hmm. the ghosts and he like needs to hit the magic number of go- or whatever. Like, okay, they did. They tried to do something with that line but in doing what they did they kind of changed the relationship between the visitor and like the ghosts yeah and in a way that i don't think really works for the ride 
Because, like, the fun, to me, of the Haunted Mansion ride is that it's a haunted house, but it's not scary. It's, like, a little funny, and it's, like, a little bit sad, and it's, like, you know, it kind of gives you, like, all of these emotions. And I just don't think that that translated properly into the movie. I think they tried, but they didn't get there. Right, because, well, like, to me, in the Eddie Murphy one... Like, there was a couple of ghosts you were supposed to be kind of scared of. But for the most part, they were just people who got stuck there. Mm -hmm. That was what made sense to me. That seemed more, like, Mm -hmm. family-friendly because, you know, you had the, you know, the bumbling ghosts Mm -hmm. and, like, whatever. But then then you had, like, the scary butler ghosts and you Mm -hmm. had Constance and everything. Like the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. But in this one, it was just, like, really confusing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, like, the mystery was a good idea. Like, where did all these ghosts come from? Let's, like, go back into the history and, like, try to figure out, like, you know, where... Yeah, that's a lot of ghosts for one house. (laughs) It is a lot of ghosts for one house. So, like, you know, having it, like, is it a curse? Is it a, you know, and then it turned out that it was someone's agenda, like, specifically doing it. That was a good idea, but it got so mixed up with, like... Everything else that was going on. That, that to me, goes into, the, like, H.H. H. Holmes territory. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. to me, I think, if I were a kid, that would have been pretty scary mm-hmm. to me. That The idea that a ghost was trying to lure you in to... Like, make you part of... Make yeah. Make you stuck there. You know, or, you know, I mean, we saw what happened with the little kid. He's trying to convince the kid to... Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that that's to me dark. Was the scariest part of the movie? I know. I was like, um, little boy. <laughs> yeah, the fact that the ultimate like victim was actually the kid. It was really smart narratively to do it and have them like bond over you know like loss and and all of that. Like that was great from like a character driven standpoint. But if I was ten. Mm-hmm. watching that movie, I think I would be really scared yeah. at that point where like he was impersonating the dad and was like trying to convince the kid to like basically kill himself. That was scary. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a lot. Like that was very heavy weighted. Well, yeah. I just remember movie. when we were watching it I, I was like, uh, <laughs> like, oh. uh, like I know that there's things when you, when you watch it as a kid, you don't understand. And then you watch it again as an adult and you're like, Whoa, that's, I can't believe that got mm-hmm. in there. But this in particular, I was like, um, uh, I don't know that that's a great idea for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. It would be either yeah. that, like, the kid would not understand what was happening. Like, it would just make the end of the movie make no sense. Or you would be, like, actively frightened. And if you were a kid who lost a family member, I feel like that heightens the fear. Mm-hmm. Like, all the more. So, I... The resolution of it was nice, like him and Lakeith Stanfield kind of accepting like grief and loss mm-hmm. and like that was a really good lesson, I think. But the way that they put everyone in peril to teach that lesson was a little over the top. It was a little too scary, I think. Um, I was worried about the kid. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, they're, Disney's going to kill this child. Like, they can't do that. Well, especially after they had like the where you could like walk in the spirit world mm-hmm. thing. I was like, oh, maybe they have to go in there and pull him back or mm-hmm. something and i was like this is gonna take a turn the movie wasn't that long it wasn't yeah. long enough we were like introducing oh. yeah <laughs> we introduced that too late in the game for there to be like either he was gonna die and that was gonna be it which i was like please don't do that that's terrifying um or he they were gonna figure it out and save him before like mm-hmm. anything really serious happened went down um i don't know man you 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 hire Lakeith Stanfield and I'm like ready for a character driven story. Mm-hmm. And I think his character was really good. I yes. really, really liked his like story. That through line of the story was like really nice. I don't know that I buy him as like the hero that goes up against the half box ghost and like I him becoming like the heroic I liked the thing about his camera mm. and what, how he had designed it and yeah. things like that. Cool. But I think th- my main problem with the the movie in general was you had all these people who were either like hardcore believers mm-hmm. or hardcore skeptics. Yes. And then it took like 
no time at all for people to change their minds <laughs> or it just like, yeah, it wasn't long enough for me to, I don't know, gather enough information about the characters to be totally invested in them. Mm. And so like you're saying with him becoming the hero, I was kind of like, well, I can see how he could be the hero, but and how why he to be, I can see how he needed to be. Yeah. But, but to me, it was like, well, why? Yeah. Cause they didn't give you enough information about certain stuff. And they gave you too much information about other things. And so I was just like, and I'm, and again, as an adult viewer to me, it was like, Oh, she died. Mm. His mm-hmm. wife died. Okay. Got it. That's why he, he's, you know, kind of almost like the dad in Casper. Mm-hmm. It was very much like the dad in Casper. He Except obsessed. he didn't believe. Yeah. He like went the other way with his obsession. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. But then it was just like, all of a sudden he wasn't really looking for her anymore. Mm-hmm. And he just like, I don't know. And the fact that the dad was dead and that never came up or like, you know, or why wouldn't the kid ask, is dad a ghost? Right. Cause there's ghosts everywhere or right? We're like talking about the afterlife. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, yeah, it just like, there was a couple of really big plot holes mm-hmm. that yeah. If you're a kid and you know that ghosts exist. Yeah. Don't, isn't that your first question? Isn't that your first mm-hmm. question? Or if you're the mom, I'd be curious. Like, yeah. And if there's 999 ghosts in here, he could be in here. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. I was hoping that the mom, that Rosario Dawson's character was going to be the hero because I could see her fighting for her kid being like, don't mess with my son, you bastard, you know, and like really kind of taking Mm -hmm. the, taking the, the lead, but that didn't happen. She kind of like fell back to Mm -hmm. Stanfield being the one to like battle the ghost. And that was kind of disappointing to me. I wanted it to be Rosario Dawson who was like the hero. I wanted her to like, you know, pick yeah. up and be like, you know, get out of here. This is my house. This is my family. Like I'm in charge here, not you. Like I could see that story working better. And I don't know if they were just afraid to make it her or like what happened there, but she's the obvious hero to me. And I think they missed the boat not doing that. I would have liked yeah. the story better. Yeah. I agree. They, they set up all the pieces for her to have more at stake than Lakeith Stanfield did. I feel like he could be like the, you know, the, the sword, but not the knight. Yeah. Yeah. She should have been the knight. Yeah. And I I don't know. It was just weird how like everybody was just cool with being stuck in the house. Mm. Like (laughs) they were just like, I guess we'll put another couch. And they're like, well, I guess we all sleep here now. (laughs) Yeah. And okay. (laughs) Like what? No, that's, and then we're just going to have a seance every night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it was just weird. Like, don't you feel have day jobs? <laughs> Apparently not. Like no ghost tours being given. No doctor. I, you know, I guess it just, I don't know. It was all very funky. And the amount of product placement. Mm, yes. Was unreal. The Amazon and U-Haul and like all so much that. U-Haul. It was just slapping, slapping you in the face every five minutes every 10 minutes yeah something i i was that was a lot blown away like i mean most movies have product placement but that in particular i was like yeah they were not hiding they were not being i was like you guys are very blatant (laughs) about this no subtlety whatsoever i think i've seen that u-haul drive by six times in the Mm -hmm. first five minutes of this movie every box they opened was a oh my gosh it was it was everywhere it was like very very apparent um I also didn't think that we needed Owen Wilson's character to be a con man. I saw that coming so hard. I didn't need it. Why? And it, but that was the thing is I was like, why? Yeah. I don't, what I didn't need. I liked his character. I think him as sort of like the caring, like, you know, like I'm going to be the, the person that, that gathers the resources to help these people, even if it's for your own gain, even if it's because you get a paycheck at the end of the day, like fine. But then to find out that he was like actually a con man and like, couldn't have really helped if there had been like a serious 
religious professional needed situation, he they were fucked. Yeah. They had nothing. Right. So I was kind of like, why? Why did we need him to be, like, fake? Why couldn't he have just not... So that he could redeem himself, mm, He could have just not been a priest. It would have worked just fine. Well, that, that was the thing. I guess maybe they didn't... Because, like, you've already got the photographer, the professor, the psychic. What else could he have been? Uh, I guess, you know? yeah. Like, I don't know. the landscaper, I guess. I don't <laughs> <The> know. landscaper. <laughs> like... Yeah. A contractor who was going to come in and fix something. I don't know what else yeah. he could have I think been. he could have just been a paranormal researcher who then would have yeah. heard of Lakeith Stanfield. I would have rather him been a ghost facer. Yeah. Totally fine. I would have been absolutely fine with that. Even if he was a ghost facer who didn't believe. And he was like, all I do is fix wiring because people think they're ghosts. And, like, I solve it and I get a paycheck. And he could have been, like, a con artist mm-hmm. like in that way. It would have been fine. I didn't really feel like we needed to bring the religious element in and then have it be like, why is this priest believing in ghosts? And, like, why? Like, I had so many questions in my mind when he put on the mantle of, like, the Catholic Church. I was, like, so confused. And then it turned out he wasn't part of it, so it didn't really matter. But we didn't yeah. need to bring all that baggage. No, and his little <laughs> speech to the ghosts. <laughs> you have dubious face. <laughs> Look, I love Owen Wilson. <laughs> but to me, because, okay, it's been a little while since we watched this, but the, all the ghosts were, like, being controlled by the hatbox ghost, right? Yeah, or at least To an trapped. extent. Yeah. And they're all pissed. Okay. So he stops and gives them a two-second speech or whatever and then they're all like oh my god this guy he's right <laughs> and they all just just turn on that yeah. yeah and it was just like no it wasn't super convincing it, i just didn't buy it i mean he's charismatic but like come on <laughs> even if owen wilson told you to do something not if it was not if i was a ghost and i'd been doing it for hundreds of years yeah that's fair you know i mean i think at the most he could have made them stop and think for a second mm. Like but you're not going to immediately just flip the switch. Yeah. They should have really been angry at Crump the whole time. Yeah. Right. And that was the other thing that I didn't understand is why didn't they already hate him anyway? Mm-hmm. They were all afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that 998 against one. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good, pretty good, pretty chances. good odds. Mm-hmm. And what's he going to do to you? Yeah. Kill you? Yeah. Well, and I feel like if the, this wasn't super clear, but if the purpose of the other ghosts was to like drive people out of the house and therefore prevent Crump from being able to get all the 990, you know, the 1000th ghosts that he needed, that would have made more sense. I didn't really get the sense that that was like super clear as like their motivation. But if they had hated him and been like, you fucking trapped me here, you're never going to do that to another person again. So I'm going to terrify the shit out of these people and make Mm -hmm. them leave Mm -hmm. so that no living person ever stays here long enough for you to get your clutches, get them into your clutches. That would have made more sense. Mm -hmm. Then they're, they're sort of teaming up with the living at the end would have been a much easier to digest. I agree. You know, like story. And I, I question whether or not that's what they were going for the whole time. It didn't occur to me that that was what they were going for. If it was, it wasn't clear. If that was what they were going for, they lost it Mm -hmm. somewhere along the way. But that makes more sense to me. Then it could be like that struggle for like control and like autonomy. Hey, you fucking trapped me here. But if someone kicks your ass and stops you from being able to achieve your ends, maybe I have a chance to be free. Mm Mm-hmm. I could have done like more of the ghost talking among themselves mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Just just for something like that cuz if they would have even hinted in that direction more then I would have understood more at the end when they were like, "Oh, hey, now's our chance mm-hmm. to turn on him." Right. Yeah, it would have made much more sense. Yeah. I mm. <laughs> They had good pieces of the story. They like had something that they could have put together in a way that would have been really interesting, mm-hmm. but they didn't quite. I feel like we could have just hired the Winchesters <laughs> just to come in and clean house. And, and this would have been done. The whole problem. 45 minutes. Yeah. Episode. Salt and burn. Oh, he's got a hat. Cool. <laughs> we don't care. He's a douchebag. Like, we're going to kick his ass. Yeah. We're going to go find this hat. And we're going to throw it in the fireplace. Okay. We're done now. 
they kind of did do that. Yeah, but it didn't work. But it didn't work. But we know they have experience in this area. Yeah. So I just. (laughs) Yeah. It was not the strongest showing that they could have made. No, I, given the choice, I would a hundred percent rather watch Muppet version. Yeah. The Muppet version was really cute. Yeah. Um, I liked that Tiffany Haddish made her, I think she was a good added character. I really, I liked she was funny teaming up with Leota. That was like really cool. You know, that kind of psychics through the ages kind of vibe that they had. Like that was, I liked how they told the story of how Leota got trapped in the Mm -hmm. ball. Made sense. I I buy that backstory. Sure. It's a little weird, but so is being trapped in a crystal ball for eternity. So, like, it's okay. I get it. It's cool. Um, I do feel like they oversold the seance room a little bit in Uh, the movie. Yeah. Like, it it was interesting. It was cool, but it's not how it is in the ride at all. No. So, like, unless we're going to redo the ride to have that awesome oh. basement, like, with the fire and the seance room, like, that was a little... I was like, well, that that doesn't match the movie. Uh, the movie and the ride, they're, like, diver- like, they're diverging, and I don't... I don't know why they made that choice. I don't think they're going to redo the ride. They're going to add the hatbox ghost to the ride. He's already so on it. If they do that, well, the one in Disney World, he's coming soon. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Disneyland. I was like, he's not there for long, but he's there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're adding him in to the one in Disney World, like oh. coming the end of this year. So that's like a big thing that they keep talking about. Oh, um, I wonder if it'll be Jared Leto. I hope not. I don't need him to talk if he's going to talk with Jared Leto's voice. <laughs> he could just not talk and that would be fine. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm of two minds. I think the one thing they did really well, aside from the seance room problem, was um, incorporating, like, imagery from the ride. Mm -hmm. I liked the chair that looked like the doom buggy. I liked the, you know, the, um, the banquet room was, like, spot on. That was, like, perfect. You know, the library, the stretching room, the way that they used that was kind of ridiculous. But... It was visually, like, spot on. It was, like, exactly what it looks like in the ride. So I think that where they did pull their references, they did a really good job. Mm -hmm. That looked like the, you know, the infinite hallway with the, like, walking candelabra. Like, that was was really good. Yeah. And I will always want that wallpaper. Yeah. The wallpaper was, like, the house, actually. I would, like, the house from the movie. That's a really, really cool... It's beautiful. I like the one they put it on Zillow. That was pretty funny. (laughs) I would live there. Like, maybe not if it was haunted by 999 ghosts. Um, I don't know. I feel like you would. I mean, maybe I would. That wouldn't be a good life choice, but... Yeah, but you'd be like, ooh, I was curious. (laughs) It's okay. I'm going to get them to like me. It's fine. Yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) But the house itself was, like, really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, but that's how we always feel about all these haunted houses, you know. Anytime. You give me, like, an old... Whipstaff, the Adams Mansion, you know. Give me an old creepy house, and I'm going to be like, where do I sign? The Psycho (laughs) House, Allerdale Hall, you name it. They're always so pretty. They're beautiful. They're always so pretty and they're so historical and it's just... It's only a little drafty. It's only a little... Maybe a slightly haunted. You might go a little bit insane, but like... But doing it in style. Yeah. Like who's... I'd rather have my house make me insane (laughs) than like, you know, just life in general. Uh, At least then I could point to something and be like, that was the cause. Um, So let's talk Danny DeVito and Dan Levy. Danny DeVito was a surprising choice. It was weird. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What? I was going to say, and Winona Ryder, too, because I put them all in the same. I forgot she was in there. Just for like a second. It was like two seconds. I totally forgot. Yep. You're right. So our like sort of cameos, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, Danny DeVito, our professor, our nutty professor, if you will. Yeah. That was weird. Interesting choice. I, I buy it. I think it's okay. It could have been anyone. It really... That was the thing, is I just think they were like, who's available? Yeah. That that older people are going to recognize. It didn't need to be him. I think it might have even worked better if it was somebody else. He, like, he strikes me as a a fine, like, nutty professor. You know, like, 
guy that... has got the hair for it. Yeah. He's got the hair for it. You put him in some tweed and a bow tie. Like, it's fun. Um, But really, that was such a throwaway character for someone who's so, I don't know, like, character-driven. I didn't really get the sense that, like, he had much to, like, sink his teeth into from an acting perspective. No, and, like, I know it's supposed to be, at heart, a kid's movie, so I can't expect too much, but it was just kind of like, yeah, why why are you hiring Mm -hmm. Jared Leto and Danny DeVito and these people who are going to cost you money, and then you put them in these tiny roles Mm -hmm. that could have been pretty much anybody. Could have been anyone, yeah. And the yeah the thing with him like having a heart attack and all i was i don't know it was weird yeah it was just a weird aside i didn't didn't really understand it yeah if i could have recast that role i think i would have cast bill pullman oh my gosh (laughs) because i think he would have made like such a good older professor like kind of eccentric like where i don't know that's just as soon as he appeared on screen and i knew who his character was i was like that should have been bill Bill Pullman. it just like rang like a bell in my brain well and if you're gonna pull in like winona ryder and jamie lee curtis Mm -hmm. and like you know you got scream queens Mm -hmm. right there then you might as well pull in somebody who's from other ghost movies and stuff like if you're gonna do it full tilt let's go Mm -hmm. it would have been so fun that's a good idea okay it would have been so fun. And I love Danny DeVito. There no, he's great. But, him. but it just, that was another character where I was almost like, do we need him? Yeah. Yeah. We could have um, done this with like a website. We could have gone to the library mm-hmm. or yep. something. Yeah. Um, it was just like extra. It kind of became like a game of Clue. It was getting that way. Like where like everyone was The like, professor. The yeah. Like cook. everyone had yeah. like a role and it was just sort of like. I don't know. Like they, they messed with the story to incorporate, to like shove all of these characters in there instead of doing the reverse and having the characters work for the story. Yeah. It kind of felt like they were like, okay, who can we get to be in this movie? Now let's build a character around mm-hmm. what that person's good at. Just insert them. Into and it's the- like, Oh, Owen Wilson. He's funny when he's trying to be like the, you know, <laughs> kooky, charming <laughs> criminal guy. And it's like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, does that does that serve your story? I you know I don't think it does. Yeah, and it was the same thing with Danny DeVito's character, and then like we both felt ripped off when I we really did when we learned how very little Dan Levy was in the movie because yeah. when he was in the trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, amazing! I was so excited to have him like jump into the action. No, and then he was barely he was basically like exposition. Off-site exposition. I was going to say, he was, like, less than two, three minutes Mm -hmm. in there. He sang a song, which was delightful. Yeah. But... But more, like, Mm off-screen, kind of. Like, it was just... It was underwhelming. Again, you got Dan Levy for that. Yep, a brilliant actor. His mustache was so epic. Oh, my gosh. I just... (laughs) I wanted more than, like just exposition on our villain. Like that wasn't enough for me to justify his, his being in the trailer a, and then be like his talent. Like he's going to bring so much talent to the table. I don't know how they got him. So maybe it was like, I only want a cameo, you know, like shove me in a corner. Yeah. Maybe that was a request he made perhaps. And, and then again, like, you know, you, you give him his moment in the sun and then like, that's it. And they knew they planned it that way from the beginning. But I feel like then saving him for, to be a surprise, like Winona Ryder was a surprise. Yes. No one knew that she was in the movie. Mm-hmm. So they should have done the same thing with him versus putting him in the trailer. That makes me think of, again, the Muppets, you know, they've always got all these big stars, mm-hmm. but they're cameos and, but you don't know they're going to be there until so the joy. Yeah, yeah. That would have been better. Yeah. If they had opened the door and it would have been like Dan Levy and Winona Ryder and like no oh one gosh. expected it. Like then I would have the, the briefness yeah. of the cameo would have gone down a lot better. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were, trying to make him out to see like i don't like when the trailer tricks you no you make him out to seem like he's this person that's going to be like in the antics of the you know like the the final scenes Mm -hmm. like he's going to be in the movie like trapped in the house with everyone and that's not what came to pass 
So that, that would have been up. amazing though. If he'd right? have been one of those people who was trapped in the house. That's what I thought we were going for. Cause it was old house, old house. I didn't realize they were two separate mansions. Like I, I feel tricked and I, and not in a fun way. No, not in a, like you got me, you scamp like in a, Oh, <laughs> I thought I was signing up for something that didn't, yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. I agree. Could have made Dan Levy the hat box ghost. And I would <gasps> Oh my God. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. That would have been good. It was mostly voice work. Yeah. Or he could have been any of the other ghosts, honestly. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think I recognized any of the ghosts as anybody. Cause like in the Eddie Murphy one, they had mm-hmm. a couple of famous people yeah. playing the ghosts, yeah. but I this one, think... I just felt like it wasn't even really about the ghosts. No, it was weird. Plot device. Yeah. They were, they could have been, batteries on a shelf. Like literally they were so MacGuffin-y. Like they didn't even, they didn't even have to be people. And that was a little bit underwhelming because the magic of the haunted mansion is the personalities of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like and the ghost host, you know, of course, but that's really important. I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis made out really well. Mm-hmm. She got to be like a ghost with the most, if you will. Um, but Everyone else was kind of just like, like Joe Coy was more recognizable as the bartender at the bar yeah, than like any of the ghosts. Exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, it was funky. And then, yeah, they, of all of those ghosts, like you go on that ride one time and you can name like five ghosts mm-hmm. easily. They barely, you like we saw more of Constance than usual. Yep. Yeah, she was, like, sort of important because of the location mm-hmm. that she inhabits, I yeah. think, more than anything else. And but, she's scary. Yeah, but then, like, you barely got the hitchhiking ghosts. And they're so fun. Yeah, you barely got anybody. Yeah, really. Or, like, singing busts were all Yeah, the- and, like, the, in the, the graveyard, to me, was kind of... Underutilized. Yeah, that's, like, such a big mm-hmm. part of the ride. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was missing the dog and the like grave groundskeeper and like mm-hmm. just some some things about the original source material that they really didn't do such a great job of like converting over. It just it was, it was a little underwhelming. Even the the uh ballroom dancing ghosts I felt like could have been like, they're such an iconic part of the story. Yeah. They kind of felt throwaway. Master Gracie. Yeah. He, well, and that, and then with him, I got confused about what the rules were. Cause he seemed like he was stuck in a loop, mm-hmm. but he like remembered stuff, but then he wouldn't remember stuff. Yep. It was weird. The ghost rules were very confusing in this. It story. was. Cause like in the, in the Eddie Murphy one, I liked Master Gracie mm-hmm. because he had, he had goals. purpose. He was clear. He, you know, he, yes. I, I understood him and what he wanted. Mm-hmm. This one, he was just kind of like running around, hiding, waiting for someone to find him so that he could give information. Yeah. It's, he it's, just, he served the plot. Yeah. He, he just, just wasn't the plot. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. I think they, if you're like a fan of the haunted mansion, you're a fan more of the ghosts than of any humans that are part of the story. Mm-hmm. So like they really should have done them better, like more justice, I think. Mm-hmm. And they focus so much on the hatbox ghost being the villain, being like the new, you know, like cool kid on the block from a like ride perspective that they kind of did everything else like a disservice. Yeah. And then even like Leota's rules, I got confused with. It was confusing. Cause then she had to go back to the ball. I, what? I... And then was she just going to live in the house in the ball for the rest of eternity? I guess they never kind of resolved, but all the ghosts were still there. Yeah. So everyone is still stuck, but now they're happy about it. I, I think they are (laughs) because they're not see. And then I had follow up questions about that. Like, okay, so we've gotten rid of Crump and we've got 998 ghosts still hanging out in the house. Mm -hmm. What about Constance, is she still trying to kill everybody with a hatchet? Yeah. Or did we celebrate her wedding day every year? You know what I mean? Now, like, did she make up with the guys that she killed? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But like, all the other ghosts who were angry or scary or whatever, are they just like at peace now? And then, if they are, why are they still haunting this place? Like, what does that mean? Like, I, I was really confused. Mm -hmm. We didn't. The story wasn't about them. 
they were the plot device. And that makes me a little sad. Well, yeah, because it's not like, like in Casper, if you were at peace, you could move on. Mm-hmm. That brings up afterlife questions. That's a whole other thing. And, you know, but like we know that the other four ghosts that were originally in Whipstaff, they stayed. Mm -hmm. But that made more sense. Everything was okay. Yeah. We got the resolution to the story. But they explained why they were still there. Mm -hmm. Whereas these ghosts, I'm like, so is Master Gracie still just looping around the house with his candles like oh hey guys yeah you just say hi to him every night yeah like what or you why you know and and i know that there was talk of like well we want this to be a bed and breakfast or like whatever um so is it now going to be like a haunted bed and breakfast where like is this going to be like jurassic park yeah. you're like no yeah. you can totally hang out with the ghosts right. here right I don't know. Is there, or were they trying to set up for a sequel, which I really hope they do not do? No. I don't that, know. But yeah, I mean, like, I was confused. Like, I thought Crump was the one keeping them there, mm-hmm. and now he's gone, and they're still there. Okay. And they're supposed to be okay with it, because now they're free, but they're still there. I don't... Well, and see, and then again, wouldn't that little boy have questions? I mean, I know as an adult, I do. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. He's pretty smart. Too. So does that mean that dad is somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Or what about, what was her, What was the wife's name? Tiffany? Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever Lakeith Stanfield's character's wife mm-hmm. was named. Wouldn't you like want to talk to those ghosts about it and be like, Hey, like it, I mean, maybe they don't know, but yeah. wouldn't you at least be curious? Like, okay, where could these other people be? Mm-hmm. Are they okay? What keeps you here and let them go? Just like the Casper conversation. Yeah. Like, it, you know, we do know that your wife is here. Oh, just kidding. Like we're being really mean. She's actually not here. She's an angel, so to speak, not a, Not a ghost. She didn't have, like, they got that whole exposition to specifically explain why there was a difference in, like, afterlife experience. We didn't really get that. We were told, like, your wife's not a ghost. Your dad, presumably, not a ghost. Yeah. These people are. Seems to have something to do with tragic, untimely death, even though they both had kind of tragic, untimely death. She went to Baskin Robbins. I... I guess, but it was a car crash. That's literally what like makes. I know, but that, but I was like, really, we're gonna drop product placement in in the story. Wow, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It just it. uh, mm, I think they spent the time on the wrong things. They did, and it and it goes back to Casper or Supernatural or all these other things where it's like you could have resolved this with like one or two Mm -hmm. lines of dialogue, and I feel like. We aren't the only people who had these questions. Probably. So to me, I'm like, look, this is why you need pay writers. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good point. Because you got to catch this stuff and like, don't tell me that there weren't writers who question this, you know, and they were just like, no, just, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, well, don't half-ass a story like that because yeah. am I going to rewatch it again? Probably not. Are you? Maybe. But I mean, like, there's something I miss, but it's not like how every year we watch Hocus Pocus. It's not every year I watch Psycho, like the the story story. It's not. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, there's nothing else on. I guess I'll watch this or I'll like it'll play in the background while I'm dicking around on my phone Mm -hmm. and eating popcorn. Like I'm not even really paying attention to it. Yeah. I really, really liked Lakeith Sanfield. Yes. I really just so talented. He played that like hurt, you know, like Oh, oh yeah. Man. His 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 character had so good. A strong like motivation for was, sure. He was the standout of the movie. Him and Tiffany had it mm-hmm. to me were the like standout talents yeah. in the movie. Um I would watch it again for them. And to see if there's something I missed. Um and because of the strong ties to the rides. Hmm. I think like they just, the visuals of it were so good. I'd have Those to go on the ride again and then maybe I'd watch it and like kind of yeah. compare, but 
Those are the reasons I would rewatch it. Not for the story. No. Not for the Hatbox Ghost. That was pretty weak. Nah. Weak tea. Yep. It was just, it wasn't good enough. I have watched so many, like, horror movies, ghost stories, things like that in New Orleans, too. And I feel like even the city as a character was underused. Well, yeah, because they weren't even really in New Orleans for, like, 90% of it. Yeah. That could have even been, like, better, better done. So Yeah, I didn't, yeah, and then, like, the sea captain followed him back, but then that ghost went away. Yeah. Because they took him back to the sea. Mm -hmm. So he got to pass on, move on. So So maybe they're going to clean out the ghosts one at a time. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it was, yeah, New Orleans was definitely underutilized when they made it so out of the way to make sure that we knew it was in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, they just, they had so much potential. All the pieces were there, and they just didn't put them together. Bummer. It's a bummer. So how many uh, floating candelabras would you give this film at the end of the day? Two. Two? Yeah. I think Um, I would go two and a half, and that half is wholly for Lakeith Stanfield. His tears mm, wrench my heart. No, that's fair. And I mean, like the two that I'm giving are like, the effects are cool mm-hmm. and they had some great actors, but everything else I was just like, uh, once again, can we just go over the script again? And like, yeah, just like make it, you know, make it make more sense. And you don't stop rushing things and do a good job because you're like, if your concern is to make money, do a good job and you'll make money. Hopefully you won't have to keep <laughs> remaking the damn thing and pouring more money into it. It's true. Because now I guarantee you, if they make another one, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. go see it. And I no. love Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. So do you. But yeah. it's just like. I won't go see another one. Of you. Yeah. It's like. No. Or if you had done a really good job, guess who would already be chomping at the bit right. to stream it or yes. whatever. Yes. This is not going to become a Holly- Halloween classic. No. Part of the, you know, like the rotation um, at all. No. And I don't know what happened, like editing versus like original script but something right. went wrong it's something just, went awry yeah it you know i don't know it just didn't feel like a genuine effort it didn't to me it. you just slapped the name haunted mansion on it and got a few big names and called it good yeah and my husband really liked it he left the movie theater being like that was so fun oh and i was like i think he liked it because it was a representation of like visually of the ride he's a very visual person okay he doesn't, you know. Well, like, I mean, everybody likes different stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I watch Two-Headed Shark Attack, and you think that's <laughs> weird, which it is, but I like it. So, I mean. And we're not talking great storytelling here. Yeah, no, it's not. Know? It's not great. There's, there's a point where, like, good storytelling is not your focus. Yeah. And that's okay. You know? If that's how you go into, like, any given movie. Any movie. Even one that's really story-driven. And you're like, I'm not here for the movie, like, for the story. I'm here for the effects, the music, the, like, whatever. If it works for you, it works for you. Mm -hmm. This didn't work for me on too many levels. Like, yeah, I just, it was fun. I don't feel like I wasted my hour and a half of my life sitting in air conditioning, watching like some fun, (laughs) you know, antics and like a visually beautiful story. But when you do something like tackle the afterlife, I think you really need to think about it a little bit more than they did. Mm hmm. Otherwise, you're going to run into problems. And they. this was like a lesson in like all of the problems that you yeah. run into. Absolutely. And that's a little rough. Yeah. It was just... It was rough. Oof. You can't, you can't scale those walls when they're built that high and you have like a tiny little ladder. Like, you just... It doesn't work. When the walls slide up. Yeah. You can't... Yeah. It's not going to happen. Anyway... That's enough of that, I think. We've, I think we've, we've analyzed it more than anyone ever anticipated mm. them analyzing this film. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good on us. Not so great on the movie. Yeah. Front. Go to the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Visit Disney World or Disneyland and like go yeah. to the ride. You'll if that's feel, in your budget and stuff, do yeah, it. Yeah. You'll feel more fulfilled. Yeah. So what are we talking about next time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. You're so excited. Perhaps a little too excited okay. because you know how much I've been texting you about this. And that was me trying to keep it to a minimum. And they're long paragraphs. I have thoughts. You do have to. And sometimes screenshots. And yeah, like, man. <laughs> We're going to talk about Good Omens too. 
It's a serious business right it, now. You know what? Damn it, Neil. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about Good Omens 2, which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, that also came out on July 28th. It was a good day. It was, it was a great a, weekend. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you haven't seen that or the first season or read the book, then don't bother, okay? Because we're going to get into it. We're going hard on this one. <laughs> We're going to be serious. No, like, no corner of the mythos is safe here. Um, yeah. And it's like, look, I have notes, <laughs> have notes. for once in my life. I have notes. <laughs> There's a lot of question marks. Oh yeah. Notes exactly. I'm, so I'm excited. it's going to get wild. <laughs> We're going to speculate wildly and it's probably going to be more than an hour. Cause yeah. yeah. Like, We're going to try to contain ourselves to season two, but <sighs> so much of season two is built upon season one and the source material, which mm-hmm. is only covers what season one covered. Right. That leaves so many questions. Right. And um, also remember that we have episodes previously about the mm-hmm. book and the first season. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go back and listen to those, see how our opinions have changed. Because I know mine has, actually. Mine too. Because I re-listened to the first one we did about the show. Mm-hmm. And I, my opinions are very yeah. different now. That's the magic of Neil Gaiman. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. So come along <laughs> on this journey with us. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.